Welcome to the Jesus 360 podcast, a devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel and myself, Blair Phillips, are co-hosting today's discussion on Jesus, the one who will cause every tribe of the earth to mourn because of him. And so we are finishing up uh, Revelation chapter 1, verse 7, the fourth description. And so this phrase that uh, all the nation or all the tribes of the earth will mourn because him is a direct reference back to Zechariah 12, 12. And again, we encourage our, our listeners and our audience to be familiar with these last few chapters of the, of the book of Zechariah. But specifically in chapter 12 and verse 12 of Zechariah, Zechariah mentions how uh, Israel will both see Jesus as the one whom they pierced and that they will mourn. And it begins to discuss how certain parts and certain families and certain uh, of the tribes of Israel will mourn. But John here in the book of Revelation, in talking about the global experience of Jesus being revealed, takes that verse and gives it a global application that every tribe of the earth, every nation, every tongue, every tribe, as we go back to the Great Commission, that they will actually mourn because of Jesus and seeing him. And so today in this discussion, we're going to both talk about and meditate upon why is the reaction mourning? So Daniel, share with us a little bit of some of your thoughts. Well, in order to really appreciate what uh, the scripture is revealing to us here, let's reflect on Jesus' own words uh, on the Mount of Beatitudes, where he began to preach to the multitude sitting on the slope of that mountain, overseeing the Sea of Galilee. And he said, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So in that particular uh, phrase, that pr- the gracious words that came out from the mouth of Jesus, he's basically uh, affirming the mourning of the people because of the longing of the kingdom of God uh, to be present on the earth, because of the imperfection and the fallen nature and the injustices and the lack of the glory of God on the earth, causing the people of God to mourn. And because of their mourning and their cry, the Lord will answer them and give them speedy justice. So those who mourn will be comforted. But in Revelation 9, in Revelation chapter 1 here, we have a different type of mourning. It's at that point where these people actually, in Revelation chapter 11, uh, at the end of the ministry of the two witnesses, they kill the two witnesses. And then they actually have a global uh celebration that extended for three days when all the people were rejoicing because the two most anointed messenger of God on the earth in the last days uh, are now killed and, and their body is lying open, unburied and they begin to exchange gifts because they believe that they have victorious reality over these two trouble of the earth. You see, instead of seeing them as blessing and messenger of the Most High God, they the people of the earth at that point of time, would majority of them 
them would see these two witnesses as trouble of the earth. So they're exchanging gifts and they're celebrating. And then the scripture says the two witnesses rose again, was resurrected and ascended to the heavens. And so at that point of time, Jesus appeared. Every eye will see him and they will mourn. And, and you know, there's description of every eye will see even those whom they pierce and then they will mourn. Now this mourning is different from the mourning in Matthew chapter 5. The mourning in Matthew chapter 5 is because of the longing for the kingdom of God. This mourning in Revelation chapter 1 is the mourning of regret. The mourning of the fact that their arrogance and the allegiance to the Antichrist spirit and the Antichrist agenda and their association with the Antichrist and their arrogance thinking that they can uh, rebel against the plan of the Redeemer Creator and finally they realize that He is now returning in power and glory to take His rightful place and the kingdom of this world will become the kingdom of our God. At that moment of time, they will mourn. Everyone on the earth that has not pledged their allegiance to Jesus will have a sudden gripping moment of deep regret and mourning. And we pray for the mercy of God because it's a great day of mourning. Daniel, in your devotional, you describe that this Greek word for mourning means to beat one's chest in wailing. So this isn't just a tear. This isn't just weeping. This is a, a physical agony of mourning. And I think one thing that stands out to me a lot is uh, Jesus warned so much when he spoke about the end times about deception. And the revelation of one of yourself being deceived is, is like being hit by a truck. I mean, the revelation that they'll have when they see Jesus in the air, the one that they did not believe in and went so far to not believe in that they claimed allegiance to the Antichrist, when they realize, no, he is fully man, fully God, that he is the one who is coming to redeem the earth, that he is unstoppable, their mourning will be so great. But we have multiple groups of people here, Daniel. We have the saints who will be caught up. We have those who've taken the mark of the beast, those who've come into allegiance with the Antichrist, and they will be they will know their their destiny. And then we have those who have both not been saved and who have not taken the mark of the beast. And they, I think, will also be mourning because of the lost opportunity. They're going to see the resurrection of the saints. They're going to know the saints. They're going to be familiar with them. And they too will realize that they have missed the moment when Jesus returns. Well, you said it very clearly. There are multiple groups of people and those are not artificial uh, categorization. Those categorization came into being because of free will and choices that people made. For example, those who took on the mark of the beast in order to worship the beast and in order to have the convenience of buying and selling and not and avoiding the persecution of the antichrist system now this is a very real reality people will have to make decision on that day whether to take the mark of the beast or not it's going to be very compelling it's going to be very deceptive it's going to be very attractive because the option of not taking the alternative of not taking the mark of the beast will be terrible it will be horrific it will lie 
life will be unbearable. And so we have a situation here where a lot of people who take on the mark of the beast, something changes. I used to wonder why God would not even spare these people. I think something permanently changed within them when they come into association to worship the Antichrist and to take on the mark of the beast. It's almost like, I, I, would, I, I would just picture it like some, some movie like uh, World War Z where you have human beings who are real but then they were infected by certain viruses and they became different. So uh, the people who are not infected, in order to to actually uh, leave, they actually have no choice but to uh, eliminate these people because they are no longer the human being that was designed to be. They have become something else. So those who take on the mark of the beast believe that they're in the moral high ground and uh, the history is on their side. And those who do not take the mark of the beast is on the wrong side of history. But the truth is the opposite. And only when Jesus appeared, they realized that they are on the wrong side and they have been deceived and they have planned their allegiance to worship the Antichrist. At that point of time, the morning is beyond imagination. Now, the I have uh, over the decades watched many political uh, scenario where election comes and there were people who are very loyal to their candidate and they have such high level of confidence their candidate will be in power and there will be a lot of policy that they like and the benefits that come from the candidate that they voted into office. But suddenly, the candidate that they believed will be be assuming power did not actually got voted in. In fact, the other person got voted in and they go into that state of mourning. They need to go to counseling. They couldn't even recover. And this is going to be uh, many, many times more intense. I don't want to put a number to it, but it will be at the intensity of beating the chest and, and, and mourning at a whole different level. And because I think it's important to make the distinction, Brother Daniel, that this is not the morning of repentance for those who've taken the mark of the beast. We know by other scripture that they are still going to make war and attempt to make war against Jesus who they see in the sky. Revelation 17 makes it so clear. They believe in the last ditch attempt to defeat Jesus who is now appearing in power and glory in the sky. They will join the Antichrist army. The Antichrist will release his final uh, deception to convince the nation of the earth to gather in Jerusalem to fight Jesus. And it will be the only moment in time where we have... Uh, I mean, we've just seen in the scripture that every tribe of the earth will mourn. Well, every tribe of the earth and nation of the earth will be represented in the war against Jerusalem because they know the man in the sky that they've just seen is headed there. So, again, I think for our, our listeners, it's, it's very important to know that this morning is not the morning of repentance. Well said. And I would say that we should be mourning from now. Mm-hmm. so that we don't mourn on that day. We rejoice on that day because it's our day of redemption. As for now, because the kingdom of God is beginning to be established across cities, villages, and nations of the earth, but there are still many things that break God's heart. Let our heart be broken for the things that break God's heart. Let us mourn as the Holy Spirit is grieved over certain things that's happening on the earth. And then we begin to pray, begin to fast, begin to take the gospel and be an active witness of the gospel. So Jesus, we thank you that you are the one 
who will cause every tribe of the earth to mourn. You are so specific that every lineage, every people group will experience and see you, but will experience this mourning. They will realize that you are Jesus, the Son of the living God. No matter their response to that re revelation, they will see you. But Jesus, because you are the one who will cause the, the tribes of the earth to mourn, today I take up by free will choice to mourn. To mourn both for the redemption of the earth with you as you long for it, to mourn for the day of your coming that it would come quickly, and to mourn that sin prevails on the earth still. But also knowing that you have the, that you've put hope in us that you will redeem all things. And so Jesus, I ask you for grace that you would help me to carry this continually. That it would not just be something that I, I carry lightly and for a short amount of time that but that you would give us grace to continue in the morning that we might be comforted. Jesus, you are the one of whom the whole earth, every tribe, every tongue will mourn. Lord, I ask you that you give me grace to obey Matthew chapter 9. They say when the bridegroom is here, we cannot fast because the bridegroom is here. It's the feasting time referring to your first coming. But when the bridegroom is taken away, we will fast, we will mourn because of the longing of the return of the bridegroom. Give me that longing. Make me the one that long for the return of the king and the bridegroom and the judge. Father, I pray that whatever I do, whatever I say, the meditation of my heart be fixated on the Jesus who was and the Jesus who is within me and the Jesus who is to come. Lord, on that day, let me rejoice. Right now, Lord, let me be one that carry the mourning of the Lord by your Spirit, so that I may be comforted. But give me the grace to weep when you weep, to rejoice when you rejoice. In Jesus' name. Amen. We want to thank you for joining us for the Jesus 360 podcast as we continue to study and meditate upon the names and descriptions of Jesus. We look forward to you joining us next time. You satisfy my soul, you satisfy my soul, you satisfy my soul with your love. You satisfy my soul, you satisfy my soul, you satisfy